So our scripture reading today comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 14, verses 19 through 29. Hear the word of the Lord. The angel of God, who was going before the Israelite army, moved and went behind them. And a pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and took its place behind them. It came between the army of Egypt and the army of Israel. And so the cloud was there with the darkness, and it lit up the night. One did not come near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and turned the sea into dry land. The waters were divided. The Israelites went into the sea on dry ground, the water forming a wall from the, for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went into the sea after them. All of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and chariot drivers. At the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and the cloud looked down upon the Egyptian army and threw the Egyptian army into panic. He clogged their chariot wheels so that they turned with difficulty. Egyptians said, Let us flee from the Israelites, for the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and chariot drivers. So Moses stretched out his arm over the sea, and at dawn the sea returned to its normal depth. As the Egyptians fled before it, the Lord tossed the Egyptians into the sea. The water returned and covered the chariots and the chariot drivers. The entire army of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea, no one of them remained. But the Israelites walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters forming a wall for them on their left and on their right. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this morning we're continuing through our sermon series, Old School. We're continuing through the narrative of Moses in Exodus. And we, we talked about the first week, uh, Moses' mother putting him into the basket and down the river to be found by Pharaoh's daughter. And then we followed that with the burning bush, Moses' encounter with God in that moment. And then last week, last week we talked about the very first Passover. Well, this week, we come to the moment in which Moses and the Israelites are going through the wilderness. Going through the wilderness, hiding, being pursued by the Egyptian army. Now, in this moment, I'm guessing that if I was an Israelite, I would say, Oh my goodness, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to get away from these Egyptian chariots? That are pursuing us, that are coming after us. This chaos that is around in this moment. And when I think of chaos, I go back to the conversations I had last school year. Okay? 
the beginning of last school year, my wife was a kindergarten teacher. And hearing the stories of first day of school for kindergartners, it's a little chaotic. Think about it. You have some of these students who have never been in any organized school. And all of these students who are coming are in a new school with procedures that they do not know, in environments that they may not understand. And so God bless the kindergarten teachers. But that, that chaos that's there, that chaos is also surrounded by beauty. That chaos that is there turns into order. See, not only were the Israelites being chased and pursued by the Egyptians, but they also came to a moment where they're sitting in front of the sea wondering, well, what do we do next? What do we do next? Because the Red Sea, the sea is in front of us. How are we supposed to get on the other side? So even with the moment of being pursued, the moment of being chased, the moment of wondering where do we go next, this chaos that is happening within their lives in this moment, we see a constant. We see a constant, and we see it through the way that God is moving, the way that God is protecting them with this cloud that is disguising them, that is lighting up, lighting the night for them. We see God use the winds, the winds that separate this sea and that holds it so that they have a path. We see God working amongst this chaos and we see this chaos, this wondering of where are they going next? How are they going to get there? We see this order. We see God working. We see God's presence. And see, this is not the only time in which we see God working amongst chaos. We see it all throughout Scripture, where God shows up in moments of chaos in the lives of so many. And if we think about chaos, it comes in a lot of different ways. We're seeing it in the Israelites, you know, being pursued, wondering where to go. And that's a little different than the chaos that we go through in our lives. But yet, I think it's fair to say that in the moments in which we are in, there are times where we feel like our life is just full of chaos. Our life is full of chaos through a pandemic that causes us to be separated, not to be able to be in community as we once have been. We see our country dealing with racial tensions. We see a political outlook amongst our country 
that continues to separate more and more each and every day. I think it's fair to say our lives today, our world today, is chaotic. And we just wonder, when is it going to get better? When is it going to come back to the way that we once knew? And even though we don't know those answers, we don't know when things are going to be back to the way in which we knew. We don't know when all of these tensions are going to turn into love and compassion and unity. We don't know any of those answers. But one thing we do know is that amongst this chaos, this chaos that is happening, that God is working, that God is moving, and that there's going to be a chance of reorder. A chance to be able to have a new, a new way of going about community. A way in which we are able to go and to live lives of love and compassion. The way in which we are able to grow. Because amongst chaos, you have reorder. And then as you have reorder from the chaos, you have growth. You have growth. And so if we take this chaos that is surrounding our lives, the chaos that is today, but the chaos that we may encounter later in life. Because there's always going to be something. Something that causes us uncertainty. Situations that cause us to be anxious. There's going to be chaos within our lives. Our individual lives, our communities, our world. But making order, making order and seeing how God is moving and growing from that chaos. Because while we don't see it today in our, our scripture, we know that those Israelites who are going through the wilderness looking and searching for the way and where to go, that they go from, at the beginning of our story, being slaves. Being slaves to the Egyptian nation. To then becoming so much more. Being able to come and to be God's promised people. To live out their faith and, and to be able to be the beginning, the beginning of a group that stretches out 2,000 years later, 3,000 years later. Those Israelites who are in chaos in those moments, because of what they went through, that chaos that they encountered, their faith in God, it was grown, and it was passed down. It was passed down. And then, eventually, the chaos that comes through Christ. The Christ 
who comes and defies the rules that these Israelites have held so close to them at this time and in the time of Christ. It then leads to the church being born, the Christian church. And so through all of the chaos, there always comes order. And through the order, we are able to grow. And so, as we continue through a world that is chaotic, lives that are crazy, with unforeseen questions, unforeseen results, situations, I just encourage us to look to see how God is moving in that chaos, how God is reordering our individual lives in that chaos and how we can grow from that chaos that surrounds us, those questions that we cannot answer, those situations that are so unknown. How is it that we can grow? Grow to be better disciples. How is it that we can grow to help that presence of God be seen more than ever before? Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you how you continue to be with us, even through the chaos of the world, the chaos that is within our lives. You are there. You are present and you are moving. You are leading us into ways that help us grow. And so, Lord, we just ask that you continue to reveal yourself to us. Continue to help us see where you are leading. Help us grow so that we are able to continue to continue to share your presence in the world today. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.